Welcome to the Better Than You Can Imagine podcast. We are Jana and Caitlin and both live with scoliosis, yet we are so much more. We have connected through exploring the layers of living with scoliosis and life in general. You can join us in the twists and turns of life. It might be better than you can imagine. This podcast is not a substitute for any medical advice. We are here to share our point of view about living with scoliosis. Keep an open mind and always trust yourself. You can follow us on our Instagram accounts at Caitlin Carlson, Caitlin with a K, Carlson with a C. And at Jana Spierings, J-A-N-A Spierings. Let's see what's even better than we can imagine. Um, yeah, we've both been going through a lot of shifts and changes uh, the past couple of weeks. So... Do you want to start out with sharing what has been better than you could have imagined? Yeah. So the big shift that has been going on for me is that I moved and uh, this was not something that I had planned or even originally um, wanted. And I can get into a whole thing that this move, I mean, this move has taught me a lot. Um and we can get into that a little bit, uh, but it's really been one of those things where it went from feeling like a very upsetting reality to, wow, this is the best thing that could have happened. And it was, like I said, totally out of my hands. Um, so it's it's really been way better than I can, uh, I could have imagined, that's for sure. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, so I might be moving. So kind of the same thing almost happened. Um uh and I'm still in the process of um of it all, but it was definitely um like winter for me. It really felt like things were a little bit sluggish or not really happening. Um and then spring came around and suddenly a lot of things started happening and moving um that I was like oh whoa okay um and I kind of feel that I'm in this process where the car's driving and I'm almost like just having my hands off the wheel and just seeing where this is taking me <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and usually then it is better than you can imagine because like just wanting to steer it a certain way or letting the mind control any outcome usually just gives me stress. Um, and I have learned in my life that stress is just never helpful. And um, uh, I definitely have been feeling in my body sort of an on hold as if it's because certain things are still in the process, as if it's holding on to itself too, that I really... Um, tune into my pro in tune into my body to tell it like okay even though I know certain things are shifting or happening or moving you are still safe in your body mm-hmm. and you're it's still okay to let go and for instance sleep well which can sometimes be hard during shifts that our mind uh cannot understand yet so I'm definitely having a lot of talks with my body through everything that's going on yeah Uh, yeah Yeah. how's that been uh, for you 
Yeah, well, I think, you know, one of the things that I'm hearing that uh, you're saying is sort of how I mean, like what so many of the lessons that you've learned in your life around your whole journey of scoliosis is also informing this process too, and how these things can really weave together. And I think that, you know, just to name that, because I think for me, it's such an important part of this whole process of, you know, when you are going through something that's really challenging, there's so many different lessons that you can learn and different things, different ways that you can get to know yourself that can apply to anything that you do in life going forward. And that's so powerful. So, you know, like listening to your body and everything, I just think that that's such a, it's a, it's a gift that I know that you've cultivated from your, the challenges of scoliosis. Um, and I just love the way that it's informing where you're at right now. Yeah, it's like definitely many years of practice. And in my case, a lot of yoga practice that helps me to uh, reflect and gain insight of my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because I I just always noticed that when I was stressed, it affects my body and it cramps up more. So then I'm also prone to more pain or maybe injuries or uncomfortable feelings. Yeah. It's definitely become my mission in life to just feel good in my body, um, no matter how it looks. It's just like I want to feel feel good and support it in feeling good and understanding that my body will react to situations because mm-hmm. it's just trying to protect me like, hey, this is new. Is this safe um, or not? That's what it's trying to figure out yeah so then how can I support it in in that but also acknowledging it that this is the process that my body will go through um during shifts and changes um Mm -hmm. so it's definitely nice to notice that I'm more capable um at this moment of I feel like navigating it better because I haven't slept for a few nights very well that like after those nights I really was like okay what is happening and then I was reflecting on oh my body's holding on it feels like it's not safe to like go or or because it doesn't know what the future is looking like Mm -hmm. yeah so then even though I cannot change that I don't control the future but I can control making my body feel safe I can tell it like okay we don't know what's coming but you're safe right now in this moment the future is not here yet Mm -hmm. Um, I only have this this moment to deal with um, and that's all that I can do so just taking it one step at a time yeah I had my own moment like this when I found out that I had to move um because the house that I was in before my landlord was gonna sell it and so we only had a like a little bit over a month to find a new place and I was so stressed out by this you know just like where am I gonna live Austin housing market is crazy everything's really expensive moving's expensive I didn't have enough time to plan for this all like all the stories were just going you know, all around me, through me, everything. Um, And after a few days of being in that space, one morning I woke up and I had really, really bad 
pain in my low back to the point that I almost like couldn't stand up straight without it feeling really awful. And, you know, similar to you, it was like, oh, what is this saying to me, you know, and taking all the tools that I've learned and I've been cultivating for so many years now and really honoring the fact that my body is trying to share some information with me. It's trying to get my attention. And so I just tuned into it and really took a moment to validate just how stressed out I was, you know, and told myself like, it, it makes sense that you're stressed out right now. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay to be upset about this. All your feelings around all of this, all your concerns, you know, they make sense. They're valid. And also what do we need to do to support myself now? How can I resource myself? How can I find what I need um, to take care of myself in this moment and really nurture myself in a space where I feel really stressed? So for me, it was about validating how I was feeling. And then I think I, you know, did some journaling and some meditating and I took a really nice long Epsom salt bath and spend some time, you know, doing some gentle stretches and massaging of my sacrum and low back. And really by the end of the day, like so much of my pain was gone. It was like almost 90% gone. And it was such a testament to me that, you know, these tools really work Mm -hmm. and it's not, it's not something that, um, I think happens overnight, but it it is like this long journey that I've been on and learning how to listen to my body, learning how my body is sending these signals to me, what it's saying in these moments and how I can show up for myself in that way. But it was like, what a profound what way of dealing with things, you know, like it just, it, it's, it just leaves me in awe still, you know, like I know all this stuff, I've been studying this stuff and it's still so cool to be able to apply it to your own life and see how you can go from not standing up in the morning without excruciating pain to the end of the day feeling almost 100% better. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. And what I'm really hearing is it's really taking that time to validate yourself, I feel like is a big part of your body feeling safe because it's it's you're letting it be heard and that's all it wants in the end Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then through these self-care practices then you're supporting yourself and affirming to your body like hey I'm here to take care of you and sometimes I feel like um, when self-care is taught it's so much just focus on those self-care practices but not sometimes that validating part lacks yeah I definitely realized that that's probably the hardest part because you it asks of you to be vulnerable with yourself Mm. knowing that you are not perfect you cannot control everything that you might feel shame about something or anger or any emotions that are sometimes in our society labeled as bad um and I really feel like like that's like learning how to really validate your feelings and using your self-care practices to support that yeah it's kind of where we're both coming from yeah 
completely. Yeah, I, you know, in my work with clients and in my own life, even I, I still hear myself doing this, um, where it feels like if you're not dealing with something in a way that looks totally zen or looks so calm and peaceful and put together, then you feel like you're doing it wrong, you mm. know, or, you know, I should be dealing with this better, or I should be dealing this in a different way, or I shouldn't be stressed out. Or, you know, if I was really what I say I am, then this would all look different. And it's like, there's so much judgment in that, in that judgment. Like someone said to me a long, long time ago that the physical expression of judgment is pain. And so like that judgment is also creating pain in your body. And so really like taking the judgment off the table and saying like, Hey, this is what it is. I'm a human being. I have feelings. Life is messy and it's okay for me to be caught up in the mess. Now, how do I show up for myself in that space, you know, and letting, letting the mess be okay, you know, and finding a way to really, again, like resource, validate, support yourself in that and using those tools, um, when you need them in that, in that moment. So, yeah, I think like that's really where we're both coming yeah. from and what I think really works too. A hundred percent, like letting go of the judgment whenever I do like a meditation or just, just lying down, uh, supported for my scoliosis. It's like, start of my practice is just letting go of all my judgment and really trying to just be with my body um because I totally hear you that the judgments cause so much pain um and then allowing the body to unwind itself but yeah we have to go through that muddiness of our judgments that come up and then that we that we have to or not have to but we that we need to unwind because those judgments sort of, they might still be there even for me now, the judgments come up, but I, then I'm like, okay, but I don't need to be attached to this judgment that comes up. It's not truth in where I am right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. And I totally understand like embracing the best of it all and allowing ourselves to be just a whole human, uh, Yes, because sometimes you feel like, oh, when you, you're a yoga teacher, you need to be Zen all the time or only love or whatever. But that's like not realistic. It's not realistic. And I also feel like you just miss out on the depth yes. that life is offering us, you know? And I think in some of those really icky, tough emotions and spaces that we can go into you know um those offer up some of the richest lessons and the most fertile soil for so many things in our life to grow and so if we're only focused on the light and the love and whatever you know it's like you just you are it's so surface and it's it's just it doesn't have any real substance to it versus like when you can be with yourself in some of these really difficult challenging messy spaces and say like hey this is okay you know it's okay that all this is here then the love and the compassion and the wisdom like all of that 
just is so much more meaningful. Yes, 100%. It definitely brings more colors to life. Um, yeah, I like in society, they want to, even the judgment of emotions being it, being bad or good like I don't believe in that anymore it's just different colors that life has um and it's just all yeah I don't know I don't I don't have the words yet to describe that well but I feel like that's where I'm headed towards in in understanding it in a certain way that it's all just colors of life and um appreciating it all mm-hmm. and I, I guess that's the opposite of uh of judging right of finding appreciation mm-hmm. yeah. for, for everything that there is um some value yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know the other thing too that I feel like all these shifts and changes in my life and the move and all these things that are going on um, have really facilitated for me is um, how important it is to actively be cultivating joy in my life, even though things feel messy and chaotic, instead of waiting for things to feel calm before I think joy can show up. Um, And I think that that I mean, that I feel like maybe deserves its own conversation because it's been such a huge part of my whole process with scoliosis and healing and this healing journey and um, how I think a lot of us, you know, we put off feeling joy or going towards the things that make us happy or feeling like we can even engage in the things that light us up um, for a moment when we get to somewhere or we think we're going to get to somewhere some level of our being or whatever where the mess and the chaos doesn't exist anymore um and so I think what's you know like being in the mess and letting the mess be okay and letting the all that you know have its own value has also opened up the space for me where it's like and I also get to pursue things that make me happy you know and that really connect me into my joy and that also brings me into connection with myself and my wholeness and it's nice to be able to um hold hold it all and be with it all and say like yeah this this stuff is going on and I can I can still do the things that light me up totally yes yeah, 100% agree with that. I guess for me too, uh, any shifts and changes still allowing joy. And I I definitely recognize like, oh, um, like these challenges take more energy. Should I now not go dancing, for instance, because I need that energy for something else. But then I was really like, no, this is an important part of my life right now. And I need to do that still um Mm -hmm. so yes that was definitely a reflective point for me too and allowing also just to read take some time to read a book which I might not have allowed myself previously during 
more challenging times because I would have felt this responsibility or something. I don't know how to call it to just, oh, I really have to fo focus only on that and make sure that goes right. And then not taking care of myself in that way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love this. I love what you said. The this responsibility. I'm like, it's <laughs> wild to me. And this is something that I resonate so deeply with that we feel responsible to our struggles and we have to like, like double down and like be in the, in the, in the tough feels, you know? Um, and I think that there is like a certain level of like, definitely, obviously honoring those feelings that come up, but the responsibility, I think, I don't know, that's like such a loaded word, right? Yeah. Um, I know because to... you're like still, of course, you need to carry a certain responsibility, maybe for certain things that you need to do, but you don't like the re responsibility doesn't have to become your entire persona in that moment or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, and also just like, you don't have to, you can, I don't, there's another, there's another layer to all of this too, where it's like, you're honoring your emotions you're feeling them and also you can go underneath them to a place where your wholeness does exist right and and choose a different choice and say like I'm going to choose this thing that brings me energy and this thing that brings me joy this thing that is important to me and I'm also going to honor that part of me and let that energy you know bring some healing to this this other thing that could be really painful mm. yeah yes yeah, like different things can exist at the same time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes yeah I guess that's that's a good way to look at it like it doesn't have to be just one thing that is the truth but it can be different yeah and emotions it's, yeah something that I learned early on in my own yoga practice was when I would be at the end of a work day and super exhausted. And I was like, I don't, yoga is the last thing that I want to do, you know, but then showing up to the mat and practicing and suddenly you feel restored, your energy is back. You feel like your whole rest of the day or your night is reset because now you have a little bit more vitality in your being. And, you know, I think that is sort of what I'm saying is like you can do these things that make you feel good not as a not in a way of being dismissive of whatever you're struggling with or whatever is causing pain but as a way of actually bringing some life and some healing to that and letting yourself have a whole new experience yes. and yeah yeah yes Mm -hmm. <laughs> love that um for sure okay I'm very inspired in different directions but I feel like this is might be a good uh point to just round up mm -hmm. this yeah. yeah um do you want to have anything to add for today I don't think so um 
but once you know or as always thank you so much for listening and that you can find us on we also have our own podcast instagram i don't think we've mentioned that yeah so you can find that i think we could put it in the show notes or whatever people do um and you can always reach out to us if you like something that we're talking about or resonating with something that we're sharing or you have questions about things like totally welcome you reaching out and being a part of the conversation as well yes and our instagram is btyci podcast so it's the a short for better than you can imagine podcast so you can find us there on instagram thank yeah. you for listening thanks Thank you.